Looking for another day Just to try and get away It's a holiday It's a holiday It's a holiday A Jay's Hound A Jay's Hound Good day Guys, um Does Frito-Lay have any idea what the public thinks about Cheetos? It's not good it's not good, which is weird because they're delicious. The crunch, not the poofs. I mean, you get a second serving of flavor with each dusty finger, and that Chester Cheetah is one bad cat. There's a lot of history with that guy. A lot of history. Um, apparently, there was a mouse, then it became a cat. They were even going to do a cartoon, or I'm going to do a Chester Cheetah dive at one of these you know, points down the road, but there seems to be a deeper social sentiment around Cheetos, a level of judgment that ingesting Cheetos correlates with one's activity um, and their financial standings. A subject eats Cheetos, therefore they are lazy. Or a subject is lazy, therefore they eat Cheetos? Seinfeld makes a joke about a guy and a lazy boy eating Cheetos. Why don't we just call it the half-conscious, deadbeat, no-job, home-all-day, eating Cheetos and watching TV recliner? My stepdad refers to the exploitation of certain social services his tax money goes towards as funding the guy on the couch eating Cheetos. How did Cheetos get mixed up with this guy? Where? Where along the line? Because, you know, as far as social media gurus and these life improvement people say, we are the company we keep, right? Cheetos are usually on the shelf right next to Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Have you seen the film Flamin' Hot? Well, if you have, you would know Flaming Hot Cheetos were invented by one of the hardest working groups of Americans, Mexican-Americans, many of whom I have worked alongside over the years. And, um, you know, I'd be working. Most of these guys are coming in from their second job or they're leaving and they're going to it 80 to 100 hours a week. You know what? The only difference between Cheetos, Flaming Hot Cheetos, a little spice. We'll never truly know if it's the man or the Cheetos. But if there's someone in your life who needs a nudge, a little extra energy, encourage them to make the switch. Set up some sort of uh, Cheetos display or layout and um, maybe invite people who care for support. Then just tell them, you know, listen, Dan. Sorry to all the Dan's out there. Um, Dan, it's not the weed and alcohol uh, or the video games and chronic masturbation. Um, that's totally normal. All healthy things. It's, it's the orange crumbs in your beard. Um, the sucking of the stained orange fingers. It's... It's the Cheetos, Dan. Uh, uh, uh. Don't don't let Dan respond yet. Cut him off. 
this isn't an intervention. This is an introduction. Gesture to the display you've got set up in this hotel. Uh, let's just say it's a Holiday Inn banquet room um, sponsored by Frito-Lay. You've got Flamin' Hot, Flamin' Hot Limon, Cheater Jalapeno, Cheddar, Cheater, Cheddar Jalapeno, and the executive level, the black card of Hot Cheetos. Double extra Hot Cheetos. A space um, where you'll be sucking fingers with Buffett, Bezos, and Branson. It's time, Dan. It's time for you to ascend. And, um, you know, then you, you give it a year and you've not only saved a life, you've got yourself a cash cow indebted to you. It's not checkers, guys. It's chess. It's International Chess Day. Who's ready to steal some tourist money or give an old man a beatdown in the park? Have you have you finally watched Queen's Gambit too? Huh? Not not TWO, I'm talking TOO. Are you feeling inspired? Or has that high maybe it's worn off already? If you don't know what I'm talking about, please watch the Queen's Gambit, but make sure you do so illegally. Pirate it. Support this labor strike that's happening right now, okay? The show, the show was so successful that when it came out, this is what happened to the game of chess. Chess.com, popular online chess server, was seeing 1 million to 2.8 million new accounts a month following the release of the show. Coupled with the increase in public interest during the coronavirus pandemic, Sales of chess sets were up 1,100% in November and December for the toy retailer Goliath Games that year. Also, the number of games being played per day on chess.com doubled from October to December. Historically, chess's popularity is attributed to its association with wealth, knowledge, power, and fucking sheer sexiness, okay? You slay somebody on that black and white, you know. You know it's about to go down, right? I mean, that's why people love the show. Uh, No one really knows whether it began in India, China, Russia, or Central Asia. The popular theory credits the Indian war game, Shadaranga, not the yoga pose, as the inspiration. People regard this as the precursor of chess due to two key similarities. Different pieces had different functions, and one piece meant victory. As it spread, it took on new faces and meanings. A later variant called Shatteranj made its way into Europe through Persia, the Byzantine Empire, and the Arabian Empire. It is believed that chess pieces do not have human features because of Islamic influence and the forbidding of statues of people or animals. The expanding Arabian Empire took chess to North Africa, Sicily, and Spain by the 10th century. 
Eastern Slavs took it to Kievan Rus, and the Vikings brought the game to Iceland and England. It evolved to resemble the it evolved to resemble the current version of chess in England by the 15th century, adopting black and white squares and soon hosting events and competitions in relation to exciting new variations of the game like reliable timers, updated rules of play, and a variety of world players, each with unique personalities. The politics of the game carried a heavy influence throughout shifts in power and propaganda, much like the Olympics. And in 1996, one of the world's chess masters finally lost to a machine. One of the coolest feats, in my opinion, was by Hungarian chess player Janos Flesch. Listen, I am not Hungarian. Janos Flesch. Okay, we'll call him Janos Flesch, who set a world record in Budapest in 1960, playing 52 opponents simultaneously while blindfolded and winning 31 of those games. Wow. Later on in that decade, it was all about going to the moon, to the moon. To the moon back then was very much different than to the moon today. Um, But maybe the bros were loving it then too. Hopefully, it's National Moon Day. That nightlight in the sky. Jesus's toenail? The Cheshire cat smile. Tide swings. Lady time. Dudes have periods too. What's your moon sign? The moon is a pretty magical thing to gaze upon, but it's also what makes Earth a more livable planet by moderating our wobble on its axis and nights a bit more bearable before fire. So how did it get here? Scientists believe a Mars-sized body collided with Earth and what broke off is the fifth largest of the 200-plus moons orbiting planets in our solar system. Number five. Number five, that's pretty good. If you wanted to compare the size of Earth to its moon, they say to take a nickel and place it near a single pea for reference. Pea, vegetable, you know, little tiny legume, um, not like a sprinkle of urine. Um, And for reference, just think about how long man stared up at the sky with no knowledge of what that bright light was, naming, worshiping, and sacrificing until science. Science isn't all bad and all bullshit. It's the reason we and 105 other robotic spacecrafts have made it there. Unless, of course, you're a big Kubrick guy. I have a hard time believing that um, that many people could keep the secret. And I just always feel bad for the people who dedicate their lives to this shit uh, when conspiracies like the moon landing and the whole production of it come out. Um, But I also just believed in Santa Claus till I was like 12 because I wanted to. So maybe I'm not the best kind of conspiracy guy. I just, again, I feel bad. You train that hard to go up into space and then people who literally know nothing, just shit on it all over the internet. It's kind of crazy. Anyways, NASA currently has three robotic spacecrafts exploring the moon, Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, 
and the twin Artemis spacecraft. There is money to be made on the moon in the form of helium-3. And the race is back on. Our competitors, well, Russia's back, China's back, and India. The goal? Mine the moon for fuel used in fusion reactors. Futuristic power plants that have been demonstrated in proof of concept. Helium-3 is considered a safe, environmentally friendly fuel candidate for these generators. And there's plenty on the moon. China is on the record as saying, whoever first conquers the moon will benefit first. Okay, so we know where uh, where the H3 is going to be going if you guys snag it. Russia stated, NASA's plan to colonize the moon will enable the U.S. to establish its control of the global energy market 20 years from now and put the rest of the world on its knees as hydrocarbons run out. India. India? India. Um, India has no comment. Some are pissed and point to the UN Moon Treaty as a gatekeeper stagnating our next step in exploration. Others claim H3 isn't all it's cracked up to be. H3 isn't all it's cracked up to be. That's um that's a great motto. That's that's good branding right there. Or that these business models and endeavors will be far more costly than profitable and inevitably lead to a moon war. Historically all correct, in my opinion. Historically all correct. Um, okay, so we UN kind of agrees. Maybe this isn't cool. Um, some people are like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do it. There's other options. Well, business needs to keep marching on. We need a new target to aim at. Let's go up there. Let's get it. Oh, we all got to fight over it. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that seems to add up. Um, for me, the moon is a beauty. It's, uh, it's nights spent camping with friends and family. Surf sessions. Full moon surf sessions. Very cool. Shroom sessions. And life lessons. That's TV before TV. People would just look up at the stars and whatever semblance of the moon was there. And they would make up stories and they'd tell stories and they'd hang out together. And everything would kind of shut down and they would just band together to fend off if anything came in at night, you know, kept one another safe. Um, Yeah. Before we jump into the next bit, Does anyone else get a little subconsciously psychic or have heightened coincidences or um, excessive kismet in the days around a full moon? No? Oh, um, I'm the only only weirdo, huh? Okay, well, well, hey, maybe um, maybe next time just just take note and, um, you know, see if you're one of us. See if you're one of us. Maybe you uh, maybe you believe in the fortunes of fortune cookies. It's National Fortune Cookie Day. Are you uh, are you fortune first, or do you eat then read? Now, um, I always thought 
an empty fortune cookie was the worst because the cookies aren't actually good. But apparently that means your fortune is going to come true, which is weird because then you don't actually know your fortune. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's a messy theory. It's a messy theory. Um, but yeah, fortune cookies, they're fun. They're simple and they encourage magical thinking. Fuck it. Why not? It's not like we care that the origins of these after meals mantras actually go back to Kyoto, Japan in the 19th century. That's right. That's right. Now I know, and if you've been listening, you know that fortune cookies go back to Japan and sushi to China? What? Mind semi-blown. Uh, um, a micro-blown. A micro-mind blown. Japanese candy shops folded crackers into shapes and tucked notes inside the bend as early as the 1870s. Not into the hollow area, just a little little bendy. Maybe it was like a note tongue just kind of hanging out and you could pull it right out. The original crackers were much grosser, made with miso and sesame seeds. No, thank you. Um, that's like a like an like an Asian um, pizza almost, and I need a little hummus for that. No, um, you know I want a little sweet after because you, you're eating your fortunes after. You do not eat before, okay? Just saying. Um, when Japanese immigrants came to California and Hawaii in the late 1800s and early 1900s. American Chinese restaurants. They were the ones who fucking ripped them off, man. They fucking ripped them off. Nah, that's fine. But I mean, it would be kind of cool if they had them at sushi spots. Wonton food in New York and Yang's Fortunes in California are the major producers with wonton food alone producing over 4 million each day. Wonton food prints over 15,000 distinct fortunes. One of the weirdest ones, though, uh, reads, Though a truck may be ugly, the goods it delivers serve beauty. I made that up. It's National Ugly Truck Contest Day. Trucks have existed since 1896. When Gottlieb Daimler, a German automotive pioneer, created the first one. That's right. A damn kraut invented America's favorite vehicle. Hmm? Hang your truck nuts on that. Even if they are hauling anything more than um, a monster energy drink, vape bar, and a flat hat. It's undeniable. These massive machines have assisted us in carrying the heavy and long transit, making transportation simple and efficient. Real truckers spend approximately 10 hours per day inside their vehicle and weeks at a time, resulting in a nomadic lifestyle with their trucks serving as their primary residence. Some truckers have begun to personalize their vehicles based on the route they must take or the emotion they must reflect on. As time's gone on, Weird trucks 
began to pop up all over the highways. Weird trucks hauling human-sized chess pieces awaiting housing at cheesy estates. And cheesy Cheetos to unmotivated losers with nothing on their plates until they're introduced to flaming hot Cheetos and finally get dates. Then it's out for some hot pot where the fortunes of their fortune cookies await. And soon their wishes came true when Ugly Truck Day got its due. That's um, it's a little poem I wrote about Ugly Truck Day and this episode, really. And um, that's it and that's all for today, okay? That's it and that's all. So out there, you, um, you keep on trucking like a young me with my Hurley Keep On Trucking hat. Uh, I hope it's out there. I hope it's safe. I imagine it's probably in a landfill. Uh, enjoy your weekend, guys. Love you. Looking for another day just to get away. It's a holiday adjacent.